My goal was to have the life I have now. And then, but still, some days I wake up and it's like, I don't really want to do this today. I'm tired. I want to sleep in. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do these calls, whatever. And it's just important for me to look back and say, dude, you would have killed for that. Even if you love what you do, it's still hard work. Okay. But it's not nearly as, it's the right kind of hard work. That's my point. It's the right kind of hard. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number 1,223, One Way That Success Can Sabotage You, excuse me. Today, for episode number 1,224, Life Isn't a Test Run. I told this story on a podcast recently. The thing that really shaped my life in many ways, much more so than I think I ever realized. I was laying in bed, Alan, in New Hampshire when I lived in my old place by myself. And I was watching a YouTube video on my phone in bed. And I lived by myself. I had a a nice two bedroom apartment. I was lonely as can be. My other bedroom literally had nothing in it. So I had a completely empty room. There's just, there was nothing there. Right. And I was watching Joe Rogan. I slept in that room in an air mattress. You slept in it. You sleep, you slept in it. <laughs> I slept in it. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. I can tell. I do. Um, I do remember. I need to use my words more effectively. Yes. You said you're gonna be a strong orator in this in this episode. Orator. I was watching a YouTube episode of Joe Rogan and his buddy Duncan Trussell, and the, the conversation for some reason I don't know why it it broke something free in me that night. I don't know if I was just ready for it or whatever, but they were talking about how. If an alien came down, and again, this is like my favorite thing in the world. If an alien came down and saw you living your life, how weird would that be for them? When you wake up to an alarm clock you don't want to set, you get in a car that you can't afford to drive to a place that you don't like that pays for the car that you can't afford, and you spend eight hours a day outside of the house that you can't afford without the job that you don't like. And it was this weird thing of like, whoa, I don't like my job. What does this all mean? What does this whole thing mean? And I remember that's when I started philosophizing more, I guess, and just having conversations about things that were deeper than just the, the, the base layer. Having conversations about what would it be like if I could do what I loved? What would it be like if my life was filled with fulfillment and not me chasing pleasure? What would it be like if I was my own boss? What would it be like if I could exercise whenever I wanted in the day? And I think for a lot of us, we we don't we don't have that perspective we lose that weird perspective that i'm talking about that this isn't a test run and eventually you will be on the the end of your life and you're going to look back and you're going to think one of two things hopefully you're you'll think one thing you're either going to think wow i'm glad i did it that way or wow i wish i could go back and i don't want you to wish you could go back i want you to say wow i'm glad i did it the way i did it and i think this is a unique episode where I guess it's more motivational than usual, but I wish I knew that earlier. I wish I had that perspective, not like a meme that said it, 
But I wish I connected with the fact that, look, 90 years, 100 years, it seems like a long, long, long time. But if you're not doing something you love, it might be too long. I used to say that, and again, I don't know if this makes any sense, and I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something like this. Some people say that life is too long. Yeah, it might be too long if you're doing something you hate, but it's probably too short if you're doing something you love. And really, if you think about it, I mean, if we could podcast every day for the rest of time, that'd be awesome. I, I don't I don't want to go anywhere else. I, don't, I feel like that's the best thing in the world, and I don't know if there, there would ever be enough time for that. But that's the goal of this episode. I want it to be a little inspirational, a little motivational, but I really want you to question the existence that you're living and Maybe maybe you're taking this miracle of life for granted. I know we all do. I know we all have. But that's why episodes like this are super important. Kev, I don't know if you remember, but have you ever seen the movie Deep Blue Sea? Oh yeah, LL Cool J, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Big so I'm gonna I'm gonna express a scene, a specific scene in Deep Blue Sea. For those of you who were not. Uh, who are younger, you might not remember this movie. It was like early 2000s, I think. For those of you who aren't into watching garbage movies, you probably haven't heard of this. <laughs> it is it is a fairly garbage movie. Sharks get smart, watch out. No, so, so and by the way, scary, scary beyond all reason. Some of these really? sharks, man. Are you scared yeah. by that? I don't like sharks. Well, I don't either, but that's never going to happen. So I'm not... That's a fair assessment. You know, that's it's like... Gonna... Essentially, they're working on sharks to try to cure Alzheimer's, and they end up accidentally making the sharks too smart. It's a thing. Anyways, there's this one scene where LL Cool J is talking about relativity with one of the scientists in the movie, and LL Cool J says, very cool, he says, it's all relative, man. You put your hand on a hot stove for one minute, and it feels like an hour. You put your hand on a hot woman for one hour and it feels like a minute and again it's LL Cool J saying that but so he says it cooler than I do but the point is is to your point with the time thing if you're doing something you absolutely despise then yeah maybe life is too long if you're doing something that fulfills you you're never gonna not want more time and I was watching another movie recently it's Avengers Endgame and in the movie, I won't go into it, but essentially they go back in time and Iron Man's character meets his father back in time and asks for a piece of advice from his father back in time. And he said, no amount of money ever bought a moment of time. Mm. That was like the advice. And I got the chills when I was watching it, partly because I love those movies and movies in general, but also partly because that's true. No amount of money bought a single moment of time back. And Emilia and I, we'll always ask each other these weird esoteric questions. So Kevin joked about being a philosophizer. That's what hyperconscious was. Change the way you think, change the way you act, change the way you live. That's where this podcast was born. And we'll always do episodes like this because it's who we are. And we're a couple of philosophizers on the mic here. <laughs> Emilia asked me a question one time. If you had one superpower, what would it be? Very common question. At least I think it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. And I immediately answered. I, I had an answer right away. I said, I would. I want the ability to pause time. And I made it cute. And I said, I want to pause time with you. Because every time I'm with her, it time flies by. It's It flies by so damn fast. I told you, I joke about in one of the other episodes, how on Saturday night, it's our date night. And it's like, we, we technically date every night because 
I see her pretty much every night, except for Tuesdays is the me date night. So Tuesday nights are for the me, and then every other night is for the we. Fitness, food, and family is what I do in the evenings. And Saturday night's the big night because we don't have to wake up early the next day. So we kind of go off the rails, for lack of better phrasing. That's the one night where we just don't care, and we're just going to have an awesome night. And so uh, we stayed up till 1.47 in the morning, 1.47 a.m., and Dude, I'm telling you, I had no idea it was that late. Time flies so quick with her. So I would want to pause time. And so I guess my point here for all the listeners, if you are not doing something, are you going to love every moment of your job? No. No matter what you do, it's going to be a pain in the A a lot of the time. Straight up. Straight up. And and anything, anyone who tells you otherwise is either loves what they do more than I do or they're full of it. And honestly, I think they, when someone says you got to love what you do and you never work another day in your life. No. Okay. Even if you love what you do, it's still hard work. Okay. But it's not nearly as it's the right kind of hard work. That's my point. It's the right kind of hard. It's the hard that is deeply meaningful. It's the hard that makes it great versus when I was a bus boy and a cart kid, I just hated it. There was no hard that made me great. There was no, I'm so fulfilled after that thing. It was, let me get my money and get out of here because this sucks. Every part of this sucks. I was treated poorly. It was a very, very high-end, somewhat um, high-end golf course restaurant. And I was treated with disrespect. I was a little boy and I was treated disrespectfully. And if you've ever worked in a kitchen, I'm sure you've experienced that to some extent. And no part of that was fulfilling for me. It was just the wrong kind of hard. And I think that if you if you can take a step back for a second, my only question for you in this episode is, is your career becoming more and more and more percentage fulfilling and less and less and less percentage the wrong kind of hard work? Because I think hard work toward a worthy cause aligned with your calling is actually amazing and while it's still hard and it still sucks sometimes, at least at least it's going to be worth it and it's fulfilling. I think a lot of people, unfortunately, are doing something and and really investing time, which you'll never get back, into something that you're not going to look back and be grateful you did. And I think that that's, I'm not going to regret these episodes. I'm not going to regret, I have a folder with all the messages I've ever gotten of lives I've changed I'm not going to regret that. I know I'm not. I can tell, even though it's been really hard. Whereas, honestly, if I could go back in time, would I still work as that busboy? Probably not. I'd probably say, Alan, you're better than this. You don't have to be treated like this. You don't have to have these burnt rolls thrown at you because you put the wrong timer on the on the cooker thing. I've never been a good cook. So <laughs> the, the cooker thing. <laughs> good cooker thing. Yeah, exactly. If it's not a microwave or an Instapot, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I cook some mean eggs. But my point is is to really reflect. Take a step back here and, and to Kevin's point. Is this life something that you're going to be grateful you lived? Or are you on a path that is not at least leading somewhere that gets a little better each year, each month, each quarter, each you know, each year. Yeah. Each year. I went to Dairy Queen recently, a lot of food references mm-hmm. and, uh, I parked. It. Yeah. I was a huge fan. And the drive through is literally like around the street. 
it was it wasn't recently it was probably like three or four months ago because it was kind of summer people were getting their ice cream mm-hmm. and i was like i'm not waiting in that line i'm gonna go in so i parked my car and it's like this sketchy back entrance and i was like there's no way this door is gonna open if you know me i have a weird fear of going up to doors and them not opening and this is literally my thought process at some point you're gonna die this isn't that big of a deal it's just not that big of a deal. If the door doesn't open, God forbid it doesn't open, at some point you will cease to exist on this earth and you will go wherever it is you believe you go after you die. Like that's perspective. Yeah. That's perspective. And I think yeah. that's super, that's super important. And I think we kind of, at, at times it's very hard to remember that because in the moment it feels like this is just unreasonably, it's like this over everything. Or it, think of it, I think one of the reasons I'm very low maintenance is because I do have that perspective very often. Definitely. Definitely. If you mess up my food, it's not that big of a deal. Like I'm going to die eventually. Like, I'm not going to waste, am I going to waste my energy <laughs> on that? That's a hell of a leap. It, well, but, it is, but, but no, it's fair. It's a, it's a fair assessment. Or genuinely. when you're, when you're facing your fears, it's like, okay, if I don't do this now, I'm just going to decide you know, for me flying, I'm, I'm flying. If you're listening to this Wednesday, I'm flying out to Florida. And I have fear. I, I don't like flying. I have fear. I have anxiety when I'm flying. It's less than it's ever been. But it's that it's that thought of at some point I'm going to die. Could I die on this? Absolutely. Odds of that happening are very low. Odds of me regretting never flying ever and then ended up dying, being on my deathbed when I'm 90 are pretty high. I'd probably regret that. I just think that perspective is super important. And I think that's what a lot of us are looking for. A lot of us listen to podcasts of people who have overcome incredible things because we're looking for perspective. We're looking for inspiration. We're looking for motivation. You can ask yourself questions to get that too. And I I just think it's that important understanding that you are not going to be here forever. So in a way, the decisions you make should be based on that. Again, don't go spend all your money on, you know, a llama because you know you're going to die at some point. That's probably not the play. But I do think it would help us get over our fears. You want to ask that person out, at some point you're not going to have the opportunity to do it. It's just not even going to be a possibility anymore. I think that's just an important perspective. And that's why I wanted to do this episode because I think as weird as I am with that stuff, I think it's beneficial for me. I think it helps me stay positive and it puts things into perspective in the grand scheme of things. Somebody messes up your order, you spill coffee, you get a flat tire, whatever. It's it's in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. Hey guys, my name is Gabby and I just wanted to share a little bit about my experience of Next Level Live in 2022. Um, I've been to a lot of live events before and there's nothing quite like this group of people in this community that these guys have cultivated, the intimate feeling that you get in the group. Yes, there's a lot of people, but there's not so many people that it's overwhelming. I actually attended this event completely by myself last year, but I also felt right at home when I got into the room. If you've been following these guys on the podcast and you do their monthly meetups and things like that, I have to say there is nothing quite like actually getting in the room and being surrounded by the energy that these guys bring to the table. So if you are on the fence about attending, Next Level Live 2023, I highly encourage you to do so. You are going to get so much out of the experience and you are going to be so, so grateful that you did. Do you know uh, Zamparini is the guy's name? He was the the one that the movie Unbroken was... Uh, I don't I don't know. There was it. a book written. I was listening to an interview with him and Darren Hardy earlier. So, so in World War II, a plane went down in the ocean. Yeah, oh yeah. 11 members of the crew only three survived 
they had this chocolate on board that apparently was rationed enough to feed them three for like several weeks. One of the three guys panicked and ate all the chocolate. Mm. And so they were had like 47 days at sea with no food. And like they ended up at a prison camp, a Japanese, I think. I'm not certain, so don't quote me on that. But they were in a, a prison camp and abused and tortured. And it's, it was like this whole thing. And so you made me think of it because earlier this morning I was listening to that interview when I was in the shower and Kevin knows I had a hell of a morning. So he said a, a bad case of the Mondays. So I was late today recording and um, not for the normal reasons that I'm, that I'm late, which is just me, <laughs> me working. This was a whole thing. And I'll be quick about this because Kev, I know you got to go. Pops is coming over for dinner. Uh, but so I'm in the shower and it's already been a little bit of a hell of a morning because Tucker was barking quite a bit and it, he's just very upset. And so anyways, uh, he's in his crate doing his time and I put my aura ring, which I'm showing on the camera right now, my aura ring on the counter of the, of the bathroom when I get into the shower and my kitten Tariel loves to jump up on the counter and she loves this aura ring. I mean, she's like Smeagol in Lord of the Rings. She just loves this thing. She wants it so bad. So she, I'm in the shower, right? And I'm listening to this interview with this inspiring man who made it through horrible things and talk about, you know, his problems versus my problems in this moment, which is hilarious perspective. And all of a sudden I hear Tariel plays like soccer with the ring and I hear it go ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, mm, okay, so I'm going to get out of the shower. <laughs> Guaranteed my aura ring is on the floor somewhere, right? Hopefully it didn't fall into anywhere bad. Turns out it falls into this little crevice. We have vents in our house because we have central central heating. Uh, it's a tough life, but someone's got to live it. Just joking. But anyways, so it, it literally falls into the vent. So I go and get Emilia because I'm trying to pull this vent up and I don't want to rip the tiles out. So... I just ended up getting Emilia because she knows more about this stuff than I do, which is quite embarrassing in this moment now that I think about it. But anyways, so she's like, did you try pulling it up? And I was like, yeah. So then I pull it up. As I pull it up, the vent thing where my ring is sitting opens and then it falls into the vent and like rolls down the, the left side of it. So I'm literally, I've got this, uh, she's got this drain cleaner that you can put into the drain and it's like gets hair out of the drain or whatever. Snake. It's like this long squeegee looking thing. Mm. So I'm literally like in a towel, butt naked on the floor with my, with my eyes, like my phone flashlight and my eyes squeegeeing this little like <laughs> ring out of this crevice. And it was actually pretty challenging, but, but here's my point of the story. As heated or as frustrated as I got, and I did, because I'm late, I gotta tell Kev, hey man, my ring is in the vent, like, I'm sorry, my bad. At the end of the day, I too, like you, have that moment of like, this is not that big a deal. Worst, worst, worst case scenario, I knock this ring down the vent, and I go buy another ring for a couple hundred bucks. And yeah, these are expensive, so it's like 380 bucks or whatever. But it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. And I think that's that's what this episode's about is perspective. You need perspective can be empowering if you use it right. Kev, you told me you listened to episode what, fourteen earlier Something, or whatever? Yeah. I mean, four, it was between ten and twenty, one of those episodes. And you said you needed it. You said yeah. I really needed it today. What did you mean by that? Because I think 
I think perspective can be so empowering if you use it right. And, and I know that you do this all the time. So I just, from day to day, it's easy to get lost in reality. You know, it's like my goal when I recorded that episode, my goal was to have the life I have now. And then, but still some days I wake up and it's like, I don't really want to do this today. I'm tired. I want to sleep in. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do these calls, whatever. And it's just important for me to look back and say, dude, you would have killed for that when you recorded this episode and nobody was listening and nobody cared. Audio quality was still good back then, believe it or not. The audio quality was actually pretty good. It was good. Th- that. Not this good. Not this good. Definitely no, not nobody, this good. nothing was the same back then as it is now. In, in many ways, like life was much simpler back then, right? In, you know, in a lot of ways, but I wasn't nearly as fulfilled. It just helps me understand like, dude, your problems aren't that bad. You know, the, these, most of these problems you have are the ones you asked for, or you just didn't know they came with, with this level of quote unquote success or whatever you're doing this. Mostly that one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's part of it. That's part of it. But it helps me with that. I mean, yeah. Okay. We recorded five episodes today. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. It was a long day. Whatever. Alan was late. Whatever. Like that gave me more time to do stuff. And I got a bunch of stuff done and I had a sausage, egg and cheese sandwich that Tara brought home for me because she went grocery shopping and I had a latte like cool. I get to spend more time with the cats when I went out and fed them. Like, cool. That. That. And this is the other thing, too. And this is dark a little bit. But every time I... And I do this mostly with the cats because I know they they don't live as long as humans. Every time I'm, like, petting and playing with the cats, I do that because I realize they're not going to be here eventually. And, like, when Fudge jumps up on the desk and he, like, wants to nuzzle me, it's like, yeah, the productivity part of me is like, come on, dude, get out of here. But the other part of me is like, I'm going to regret if I don't, because eventually I'm going to wish I could. That, that perspective is, I think it's just super important. Can it be dark? Yeah. I mean, it can seem dark, but I want to, I want to have that perspective of, look, if you don't appreciate this, eventually you're not going to get the chance to anymore. And at least make your, make your mind up and make the decision consciously of, am I going to regret that? And I just think that's important. So every time, good, good. I was just going to say, when I'm looking back, I'm just looking for, I'm looking for a unique piece of perspective in a, in a blip of time that's been saved through audio files. That's basically what I'm doing. The, uh, the, the last thing I'll say here is I, I would say that every time I was in a dark place, I always regretted not being more grateful when things were good. Mm. And I think that the people who go through some of the darkest times have a different appreciation for the simple things of life. And I remember going from a a somewhat, when it comes to finances, I remember when my stepdad was around before he left when I was 14, we had a lot of stuff. We had like a yacht and we had, I had a Dreamcast and I had an Xbox and I had, and then I remember after that, it was like everything we did, we had to scrap just to go to college. And it, I remember it shifted me. It, it changed the way I think to like, this is something that you have to earn every day. And the book that I read every single night, almost every night, not every night, but most often I'll say, I, I read this book before bed most often is A Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, which I've talked about, and he was in a concentration camp too. So that's why I go to those things, whether it's Zamparini, who was an Olympic gold medalist too, by the way, as a runner. 
that it's some there's some something so inspiring to see someone who can go from the very bottom of suffering and and end up a famous life-changing author or olympic gold medalist or whatever i think there's nothing more inspiring to me than that someone going from not even knowing if they're going to live to like changing the world is something that's always inspired me so so that that is what i'll leave everyone with i guess in this episode which is how often are you fulfilling your your filling your cup with those inspiring stories of people who who came out of the darkest times and and were able to to persevere and and go beyond what they maybe even believed was possible or maybe maybe they went beyond what what anyone thought was possible which is to me that's like that's everything um Find your perspective. That is the goal in this episode. Find your perspective. Next level nation. This is interesting perspective for me. I remember at one point we talked about having an amazing community. I remember we talked about making money with a podcast. I remember we talked about having live events and now we have all of those things. Most of that is because of you. If you're watching or listening, because you allow us to do this and you have poured into our, our community and our business, which we're grateful for which we are grateful for. If you are local to Massachusetts, we have a live event. I have been talking about it. I'm going to keep talking about it. So if you haven't purchased your ticket, you might as well do it. I'm going to still talk about it, but why not? It is in Worcester, Mass, April 1st, 2023, Next Level Live. It's not a speech. It's not a presentation. It's an experience. So come experience it with us. At one point, uh, having a book club was actually a dream as well. All things start you know, inside of us before we put in the work to make them real. Kevin was asking me earlier, why would someone come to book club and not, not to attack me or anything like that, but, but like he really wanted me to, to refigure out, yeah, refigure out what, what it is that is so valuable about it. 95 weeks in a row, we've done this thing. And I said, honestly, Kev, I think it's people want to read more. And I think they know they should quote unquote be reading more. And I think that this, this book club helps people read more often. It's like a public accountability thing. First of all, we do it every single Saturday. It's a clo- close group of people. And for me, it gets me to consistently read more often. And I'm, I don't struggle too much with consistency on reading, but I do when it comes to hard copy books. There's very few hard copy books that I actually read. One of them is Viktor Frankl's book that I read before bed. But I've really, really enjoyed book club a lot. If you want to be a part of a community that wants to read consistently and can help you stay accountable on reading consistently, um, that's that's the place. So the registration link will be in the show notes. We hope to see you there. Keep your camera and mic off if you don't want to participate or participate as much as you want. There's actually been quite a bit of participation lately, but it is not. Um, you're not obligated to participate. You can just listen in if you'd like. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1,225. These numbers are getting very high. What does scarcity feel like in your life. That's not something we've talked about in a long time, so I wanted to do an episode on it. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. And we will see you at the next level. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.